You're listening to Reminiscing with P.T. and O.Z. Welcome to Reminiscing with P.T. and O.Z. We'll be counting down the Billboard's Top 100, along with other surprises. So stick with us on Reminiscing. Where are we at? Number what? Number 12. Flatter. And the great contender. Tony Williams, lead singer. Oh, I'm on 9. That's why. I'm on 1955. No wonder I couldn't find it. Yeah, get to 56. (laughs) All right. Number number 12, Flatters, a great pretender. You ready for it? Yep. Right, Tony Williams, lead singer. Here you go. Oh, yes, I'm the great pretender. Sucking on popcorn here. Yeah. Well, like I said, we're going to be eating popcorn, so you're going to hear. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be picking stuff out of my teeth. That okay. Gross, anyway. You do that off camera, if you will. Yeah, probably I'll try. Um, yeah, I was, I, was t- I was telling you too that when you when you when the wives were leaving, went to the movies lot yesterday, and I always get my big garlic pickle. This thing was freaking huge. It was this. It was this big. It was about that long. No comment. Anyway, so I got the pickle. Luckily, I opened it beforehand, 
before the before movie, the lights before went the lights down, went and, down yeah. and everything else because there was a big old brown wormhole in it. It's like, oh man! So I took that back. They gave me another one, of course. But could you imagine? I would have just like barfed all over the person in front of me. <laughs> bit me that thick old. What is this? What's this a big worm. long thing in here? <laughs> anyway, Share, sharing my pickle. Right. Hey. I didn't do it. We're going to go on uh, radio here shortly, I think. I think it's actually <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. That's what I'm told. He has his antenna. He's going to throw it up on the building. We're going to be down on the air and on the, on the web. Okay. And pretty soon we'll be on TV. And after that, we'll be down at uh, Nashville and the Grand, Grand Old Opry, right? Right. Introducing uh, Bon Jovi. No, I'm just doing Sambora. Sambora. Okay. Anyway, all right. So we. But he uh, may not be with Bon Jovi. I he just put out his own album. I don't know. I, I can say I just remember John Bon Jovi. I just figured he was always the lead singer. That's the one I always see him sing. So. Well, you know, we can look it up in the book. Probably a good idea. Yeah. But, you know, if anybody really cares, since we're like in 1956. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. So what, Morris? Morris band leader. Stole the show on this one, Moon Glowing Theme from Picnic. This was the theme song from the actual movie. This was the actual soundtrack okay. that came from the movie. And it was a very good, soft shoe, I would say, okay. type of dance. You know, do, 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 do. Very, very well put together. And uh, it's more. Uh, it's the theme from Picnic. And Moon Glow and the theme from Picnic. So okay. Put it all together. It made number... Number 11 in 1956. This popcorn's gonna do that. I'm sorry. Anyways, here's Morris Stoloff and the theme from Moonglow and
Stoloff. Stoloff, yeah. Moon Glow and theme from Picnic. Mean Glow, me, mean glow and theme from Putnik. Yeah. <laughs> Moon Glow, I take it, is the name of the song, actually, but yeah. they just call it theme from Picnic, you're, which is the movie, kind right? Of, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, this was playing in different parts of the movie okay. when they were when they were dancing. That had, uh, oh, what's her name, Sandra D and... Not was it Dana Andrews? No, it wasn't Dana Andrews. Uh, uh, what's the other guy? Robert Rett? No, uh, Robert. Well, I can't remember the other guy's name. Oh, well, it's not Robert that. Wagner. Uh, uh-uh. no. Okay, I never seen the movie, so not important. So, all right. So that was theme for picnic and moon glow. Mm-hmm. Now this one we both know. We talked about her before too. Yeah, K Star and yeah and. Uh, Try, trying to keep up with the rock and roll era, which was just starting to hit big right now. Yeah. This was the one of the first. Next year is going to be the real big year, but this this pushed it right here. Okay. And so she had a lot of songs hit the charts, but she decided to do rock and roll. And this was called the Rock and Roll Waltz, and it was just a very cute put together song. Yeah, it, was, so. it talks about the parents that the parents, yeah, that trying to dance to a rock and roll rock song, and roll trying song. to dance waltz to a rock and roll yeah, song. Right. Yeah, right. That was very, very good. Uh, 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 Listen for the piano in this. One night I was late, came home from a date, slipped out of my shoes at the door. Then from the front room, I heard a jump tune. I looked in, and here's what I saw. Mom was dancing with Dad to my record machine And while they danced, only one thing was wrong They were trying to waltz to a rock and roll song One, two, and then rock One, two, and then roll They did the rock and roll walls Rock two, three, roll two, three It looks so cute to me I love the rock and roll walls One, two, and then rock One, two, and then roll One, two, and then jump It's good for your soul It's old, but it's new Let's do the rock and roll walls There in the night was a wonderful scene Mom was dancing with Dad to my record machine. And while they danced, only one thing was wrong. They were trying to waltz to a rock and roll song. One, two, and then.
go. We're rock and roll walls. I was ready to dance. How about you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the next one. But you you heard that piano. Yeah. D D D D. Yeah, and I, I told you it reminded me of the Ghost of Mr. Chicken, which you said you. I didn't see, but you. With Don Knotts, I I used to like Don Knotts' movies. He he played it. He played a Brady Cat really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had to go into this old house that was supposedly haunted, and had that anyway. Had an organ playing a certain song, and there was nobody at the organ, and you know the bloody keys and the whole story. things, yeah. Yeah, I I liked him in that one too that he played a fish. What the heck was the name of that one? Oh, I think I've seen parts yeah. of that one. Yeah, but he plays a cartoon fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of like Charlie. Looks like kind of like Charlie Tuna. Uh huh. But anyway. <laughs> Don Knotts. Oh, yeah, that's another guy who just left us not too long ago. Not Don mm-hmm. Knotts, but uh, Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith? No. Oh, well, they're all leaving. Love this popcorn. Okay, Dean Martin, we already did him. Memories are made of this. That he was, was number eight. Number eight. Now, number seven is. Nope. Uh, no, yeah, no, number seven. No, Elvis was number eight. Is number eight. Dean Martin, number nine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Elvis is number eight. Elvis is number eight. Yeah. I mean, what they have here, they have Elvis's numbers. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, I guess. And um, this is just one of what four or five songs that Elvis had, but this was his premiere year. This is when he came out. They have it cr- crisscrossed on this. They have Elvis as number seven, and Doris Day as number eight. Oh well, who cares, Anyways. right? But so anyway, we this think was this. The, we think this one's right. Yeah. It's the Billboard. This is not his first song to hit the charts. Yeah. That's coming later. <laughs> this, I think, was his was the second song. All right. Because these two were back-to-back. That one and that one were back-to-back songs. Don't Be Cruel and Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. No, Don't Be Cruel and Hound Dog. Oh. Yeah. And Heartbreak Hotel, which we'll be playing here shortly, was the first song he came out with to hit the charts. But this made number eight, and I think this one... I'm sure it made number one, but it made number eight in the top Made number top eight in 100. the top 100. But uh, this Wait, one. Can you believe that we're almost going to make it through a top 100? Here? I know it. That's going to. That's pretty good. How long did it take us? <laughs> like four weeks. All right. Anyway, so we played the song. Yeah, and I think this was a signature song for Elvis right here. Yep. Everybody you ain't this. nothing but a hound dog. The crying all the time. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Crying all the time.
actually you found it. I I was going on the internet here to look. It yeah, says, that was, and I thought it was Scotty Moore. Yeah, uh, Scotty Moore on the guitar there, uh, Bill Black on the bass, and he had a career of his own. Uh, he did an instrumental, and uh, DJ Fontana was on the drums, and of course the Jordanaires were the backup on uh, his RCA. Says music. James Burton played lead guitar. Um, James was born 1939 in Louisiana, but you said Scotty. Yeah, something like that. Huh. Okay, now we got Doris Day. Now we got. Now my, we got Doris Day. My sweetheart. And and she was my sweetheart, even though she was probably what 20 years older than me, oh, or yeah. maybe more. Oh yeah, yeah, she was older. She was older than me. I watched. I I loved watching the old movies when I was a kid. And this came. Whatever will be, will be. Case they Ross or Rob. Big Sarah, hit for. Sarah. I. I look it up. I don't think it made number one, but it made number. I think. What was, was the What was the movie that? Came the movie, from? Uh, the man that knew too much. Yeah, because that was the kid with her kid Jimmy got kidnapped Stewart. or something. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I watch it all the time. Love you that. You got movie. it. Well, the movie. Have, yeah. I'm gonna have to borrow that. Yeah. One now. No problem. Because I, I just got. But back. you know what? This was in there. I just brought this one back. North by Northwest. Hitchcock well, that was movie. another good one too. Yeah. You know what? We'll have to look this up. I don't know whether it was written for the movie or whether she just sang it in the movie and it already sang it. We'll have to look up the date the movie came out right. and when that came out. But we'll go ahead and play it. We'll look some of that stuff up. All right. Okay, say I'll let you hear it. When I was just a little girl, I asked my mother, what will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what she said to me. Whatever will be, will be The future's not ours to see Que sera, sera What will be, will be When I grew up and fell in love I asked my sweetheart what lies ahead My sweetheart said, Que sera, sera, whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Que sera, sera, what will be, will be. Now I have children of my own. They ask their mother. What will I be? Will I be handsome? Will I be rich? I tell them tenderly. Que sera, sera. Whatever will be, will be. The future's not ours to see. Que sera, sera. What will be, will be. Anyway, that was from the movie. Yeah. And he is a pervert because he fell in love with a, yeah, from I, that, I, his mother's age. From 1920, I just spit on myself. From 1922, born on April 3rd, 1922, it's the same age as my mother. Uh huh. She's the same age as my mother. Oh, well. She's 18 years old. You know, yeah, when, you, when you're watching the old movies and you're, you're looking at him, you, she, you know, she was beautiful. She was a good looking, yeah. perky little. She had perky. a couple of perky, perky. little things. Too. Perky little things, yeah. Uh, okay. I got it, never mind. 
She's blue-eyed and blue <laughs> eyes and blonde hair. Yeah, perky. Okay, number six in the 1956 Top 100 charts. We got a guy here, Les Baxter, in his orchestra. Been around for a long time, backing for a lot of uh, vocal groups back in the old days. Still going along, hitting the rock and roll age. This isn't rock and roll, but it's another instrumental like Moon Glow, but this is a little perkier. It's called The Poor People of Paris. <laughs> like Doris Day. <laughs> well, that's what perkier. happened. That's why, it's still right, that's why it's right above her. <laughs> so let's Anyways. Write a, let's write a perky song for Doris. I know she's it. She's so perky. I know it. Anyways, Les Baxter and his orchestra and a very tricky, a very cute little tune called The Poor People of that and i think you said love me or leave me oh i might have mm. okay you want to love me or leave me is that what you tell me what's my line oh yeah love me or leave me love me, or right. leave me yeah we will check those out and see okay we're looking Less at doors, huh? doors day movies yeah i'll read them up uh the man who knew too much pajama game teacher's pet oh, love me go. or leave me uh they teamed up with uh, james gardner starring the the thrill of it all uh followed by move over darling yeah, we both with James Gardner. There you go. Want some James Gardner movies? Yeah. Something's got thrill, to give. Thrill of it all. Something's got to give. That was with Sammy Davis. He sang the song. Yeah, 1962, Comeback uh, Vehicle for Marilyn Monroe. Um, Midnight Lace. She was in that? Gaslight. Um, anyway, yeah, so she was in quite a, from 1959 to 1968. She was yeah, in the movies. Right. 
That's no. neither here nor there. It has nothing to do with the billboard. Well, it actually oh, does. The, because the Ballad of Josie. I don't know what that is. The Love Album. With Six You Get Egg Roll. I remember that one. That was released in 1968. Um, who was, was that Frank Sinatra in that one? With Six You Get Egg Roll. Let's see, her, okay. final, her final feature in comedy with Six You Get Egg Roll was released in 1968 um, from 59 through 70. Day received nine Laurel Award nominations. It doesn't say who's in it, though. Anyway, all right. Can we get back to our list? I'm sorry. When I get on something, you know how I, I know am. it. But I wrote some of them down. With six or egg roll. I like that one. That was good. I'm pretty sure that was Frank, but I might be wrong. Could be. Anyway. Anyways, we're up to number five, the fifth most popular song in the top 100 from 1956. This is almost a one-hit wonder. Gogi Grant. Mm-hmm. We have to look it up and see what kind of a name that is. Gogi. But uh, anyways, this was the first song besides Fat Domino to have fiddles in it in the rock and roll era. It's called The Wayward Wind. She did come back with another hit called Suddenly There's a Valley, but that was it. Then she was gone. So. She Was she the one that did the Wayward Wind, the, made it the most popular? Yeah. 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 So I, I like this song. The Wayward Wind. Yep. And it's, you've got the fiddles in it going, do, 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 do. Yeah. Fiddles go just like that. That's my famous do, do. <laughs> okay. Right, here you go. Here it is. Gogi Grant. <laughs> of kin to the wayward wind in a lonely shack by a railroad track he spent his younger days and I guess the sound of the outward bound made him a slave to his wandering ways and the wayward wind Of kin to the wayward wind. 
next of kin to the wayward Okay. That ruined the whole dang thing. Well, yeah, what they said was that she was the first one to put fiddles, she, the producers, were the first ones to put fiddles in a rock and roll song. Fiddles have been around for years, don't misunderstand me. She was the first one, they were the first ones to put it in there, and they said, right out, you're going to ruin the whole song. Rock That's and roll? It. That was rock considered and roll. rock and roll? This is, yeah, because of the beat and stuff, this was considered rock and roll. Okay. Well, rock and roll waltz was, too. Okay. Because uh, most of your fast songs back in the old days were comedy songs. But anyways, Gogi Grant uh, didn't ruin the song. It uh, oh, suddenly the va- suddenly there was a valley was her first song. This was her second one. She did have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven charted songs. Suddenly there's a valley came out last in our last year in '55, but it okay. only hit number one, so it didn't make the charts. Then she came out with a Wayward Wind, and it made number one in '56. And then it came out as a reissue in, in uh, 1961 and hit number 50. Wow. But uh, Who We Are, uh, You're In Love from the movie, Accused of Murder, starring David Bryan, When the Tide is High, Strange Are the Ways of Love, it, it hit number 80, 75. So actually she was a two-hit wonder. Now, here's the information on her. Born Myrtle. No wonder she didn't go anywhere. Hmm. Myrtle. Well, Gorgie. I mean, that's not much of Change. Myrtle or Gorgi? I think Gorgi sounds Gogi. better. Gogi, Gogi. G O G I. That's what they. That was probably a nickname. <laughs> it sounds like a growth yeah. or but something. But wait a minute. Let's see where she was from. Myrtle Ehrensburg in 1924 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> what she was like? Yeah. I, her parents must have been. Yeah. Foreign of some sort. Gogi. I don't. I don't know where Gogi, Gogi. came from. I have yeah. no idea. I can say it could have been a nickname. Yeah, that um, definitely was. <clears throat> She was raised in Los Angeles, California, female pop singer. That's all it says about her. She was born in 24, so she's, I mean, she's uh, up getting, if she's still around, she's getting up there in years. My, my boys used to call 80 her, something. used to call my, my youngest, uh, uh, get, get a Gumi, get a Gumi or something like that. Well, look at our, my nephews and stuff. They, they call one of them short and yeah. the other one Oge. Yeah. So, and one of them's name is Paul and the other one's Stan. So yeah. how do you, how do you, you know, who knows? Yeah. Anyways. That was Gogi Grant or Myrtle. Thankful I never got that nickname. I know it. This OZ is good enough for me. Boy, we're up to number four. I know. And we're going to go back to the Platters, their second song, and a little bit bigger than The Great Pretender because Even last year like, was The Only You. I like Great Pretender better. but Yeah, well, that was. this is more of a slow song. Yeah. And this is the one that I said uh, Buchanan and Goodman got sued on because uh, at the end of my prayer will always be there. They released their song a week before this one was released. Right. So, anyways, the platters and my prayer. When the twilight is gone. Oh. Wrong song. And no songbirds no. are singing. Oh. No songbird is singing. When the twilight is gone. Oh. You come into my heart. Oh. And here in heart you will stay while I pray 
Anyway, anyway, the platter is my prayer. Number four in the top 100. We only got three to go, and two of them are Elvis. Right. But here we are, back up to number three, and we're at an instrumental, and Mr. Nelson Riddle, who backed up Lyndon Ronstadt for right. years. Is he still alive? I, you know what? I don't know. We'll have to look we'll it up. We'll have to look it up, yeah. Because, I mean, he, he, like I say, Lyndon Ronstadt came out with that, what, in the 80s or yeah. was it early 90s? But he was band leader, very successful. He backed yeah. up Frank Sinatra. He was all over the place. And he never really did much on his own, but whenever he did, it was it was a hit. This, yeah. this one's called Lisbon Antigua. Kind all of, these songs are about poor people of Paris, Lisbon Antigua. It was nice to... Kind of reminds you of, like, Henry Mancini kind of stuff. Yeah. Like everything he did right. kind of yep. had its... One of the greats in, yeah. in, in orchestra leaders, I think. And okay. Nelson, I think Nelson Riddle is right up there at the top, right up at the top. Okay. Okay, Lisbon Antigua.
Mr. Nelson Riddle and his orchestra. But go ahead with some of those. I got, you know, I said <clears throat> Linda Ronstadt and Nat King Cole, Frank Sinatra, Tommy Dorsey. Uh, and he started way back with Charlie Spivak, which is way back in the 30s and the 40s. But you had a list of all the yeah, but he, things he, he was doing. He died there. in 1985, which I think is kind of unusual because he did that thing with Linda Ronstadt in 1980. But, yeah, it says... Um, a career stretch from the late 1940s to the mid-1980s. His work for Capitol Records kept such vocalists as Frank Sinatra, Ella Fitzgerald, Nat King Cole, Judy Garland, Dean Martin, Peggy Lee, Johnny Mathis, Rosemary Clooney, and Keely, Keely Smith. Keely Smith, yeah. I don't know who that is. Household names. He found commercial and critical success again in 1980, the 1980s. So he must have been like near death. The 1980s with a trio of platinum albums with Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt, yeah. Because he died in '85, so yep. he must have just completed those and yeah. his health went downhill evidently. Yeah. But that—that's what I was saying. He was all over the place and well known, and and that backs him up right there. Those are credentials. I would say he yeah. would be one of the top ones that uh, Frank Sinatra, leaders. Ella Fitzgerald, Nat King Cole, Judy Garland, Gene Martin. I know. I mean, he was just all over the place. Rosemary Clooney, right? Johnny Mathis. I mean, come on. And, and then Capitol Records was his biggest. That was his biggest. That's where he stayed the longest. I think yeah. was Capitol Records. The only person I never heard of was Keely Smith. I'm not. Uh, Louis familiar. Prima and Keely Smith signed together. Remember Louis Prima? No. Uh, that old Black Magic. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's and she was in that, and of course they had a uh, just a gigolo. They were, they did oh, that originally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Until David Lee Roth did it in the eighties. Well, okay. that was a long time. That was a long time <laughs> past. But all right, so yeah, it's, it was pretty it's a pretty amazing guy. He played with a lot of or um, composed for a lot of people. All right, so you ready? Our for last it? two are Mr. Elvis Presley. Now, you want to play them both together, or do you want to stop? Yeah, we could we could do that if you want. Okay. Well, these were these are all in 1956. Like I said, Heartbreak Hotel was his first release on RCA to hit the charts. Then he came out with Don't Be Cruel, and Backside was Hound Dog. And so then those were the three biggest. There was other ones that we did already too. I can't. This remember. is really kind of the whole. year. I want you. I need you. I love you. Kind of the whole year that rock. The whole and roll. year that rock and roll really came about. Yeah, and so, he was number one in the top one hundred. So yep. the top so two actually in the right. Top, in the next so we're going to wind up this first Hot 100, 1956. With we, the made song. we made it. We made it. We made it through the. Hey, there you go. And, and it, was, it was a lot of fun, too. I'll tell you what, we're going to be back next week with 1957. 57. And we'll be starting right with We're almost 100. at the year I was born. We've oh, got a couple oh my years God. to go. Don't make, don't make me feel any older than I am. You know what I mean? Holy cow. All right, so here's Anyways, Elvis. we're going to end the show with Don't Be Cruel and then Heartbreak Hotel, your number one song the in 1956. You no, I can be found Sitting home all alone If you can't come around At least please tell the phone Don't be cruel To who heart is true Baby, if I made you mad For something I might have said Please don't forget my past The future looks bright ahead Don't be cruel it's true I don't want no other love Baby, it's just you I'm thinking of mm, Don't stop the hanging of me Don't make me feel this way 
Come on over here and love me You know what I wanted you to say Don't be cruel To who heart is true Why should we be apart I really love you baby Cross my heart Let's walk up to the preacher And let's say I do Then you'll know you'll have me And I know that I'll have you Don't be cruel To who heart is true I don't want no other love Oh baby, it's just you I'm thinking of Don't be cruel To who heart is true Don't be cruel To who heart is true So we're here. We just got through doing the top 100 for 1956. Yep. The Billboard Hot 100, song by song. We didn't skip any. We jumped ahead on a couple. Yep. Just, just, just because we wanted to. Wanted to. Right. Martin, yeah. And I think we did something else somewhere down Probably. the line. But anyways, we're into 1957. I remember back that far. I know. <laughs> it, was, it was what, years ago? Years it? ago. We're, we're in 1957 now, and we're heavily into the rock and roll, and all all these little one-hit wonder things are going to pop up now. You've got to rack your brain and see, see if you remember some of these songs. Uh, some great music, and there are some flops in there, too. 
And I think you and I will both agree on that, right? Yeah. Now, see, if anybody wants to, you uh, it did it. It did it again. It put. See, it's got. It's got number one is black slacks, and it's number one hundred. But anyway. Okay. Well, what the as heck? Long as, we, as long as we can find it, that's all. That yeah, matters. we can find. it. That's all that matters. So, do you want them? You want? Uh, do you want to give an email address in case anybody wants to uh, ask us questions or? It, well, it's right on the on. It's already on there. YouTube, yeah. Okay, well, we'll just comments. invite you. We'll invite you to make, make comments, make comments yeah. uh, ask questions. If there's something you want to hear besides what we got, we've been, in Hot we've been called charts. idiots many times. Yeah, we've been called all kinds of things. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, what's matter. cool is you guys out there might know something we don't. You might say, "Well, there was another song that came out too, and maybe we could find it, play it for you. Who knows?" All right, anything can happen. Anyways, we're gonna hit Plus number. Plus, we're gonna be on. We're gonna be on the internet. I, on a radio station. On a radio station. Too, so we got to so get that. So we got we'll a radio program, and if we make any money, we might be on a TV station, too. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah, so there you go. But it, it wonders, you know, miracles happen. Especially, you know, when we hit our, because I just I just became a senior, and you've been a senior for a couple of years. Yeah, a few of them. Yeah, <laughs> quite a few. So, hey, at our senior years, we might become stars. Oh, I know. You another, never know. Another thing they might be interested in is we're going around giving free oldies concerts, too. There you go. We just started that. So if you're interested in a school, a yes. VFW, yes. American Legion, fundraiser, charity organization. <laughs> um, no, I'd love to go to some of those oldies dances yeah. with you. Just free, free, con free oldies concert. We play the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And uh, donations welcome. That's how we make the gas money. Isn't but anyway, isn't that funny how uh, it went from 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s? Now is the oldies. Yeah, it just makes yeah. you feel old, don't I, it? Well, yeah, well, I felt that way for <laughs> yeah, a while yeah, now. Oh, yeah, okay. Anyway, so what we're doing is we're starting out with number 100 in 1957. This is the 100th most popular song, and I thought this song, <laughs> Black Slack, Joy, Joe Bennett and the Sparkle Tones, and what I've got on here by. Uh, Joey Bennett, Joe Bennett, teen rock and roll band from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Joe Bennett is on vocals, guitar. He was born in 41. Howard Childress is on guitar. Wayne Arthur, bass. And Irving Denton was on drums. That's all it says about it. The only song they ever hit, they ever had? Uh, well, they had a song hit 42 and 105, but we call this a one-hit wonder. It hit the top 20, they came, number they 17. came from where? Something sparkle? Spart uh, Spartanburg. Oh, Spart Spartanburg. Uh, yeah. So that means one of Spartan, that's where the sparkle Spartanburg, tones? Spartanburg, South Carolina. I think that's where so the sparkle was, tones came from? Well, I would say so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyways, okay. they were on the ABC label. I've got the original 45. I met them in Troy, New York, at the uh, Troy what do you call those trillium audium things or whatever it was trillium but audium. he was they weren't the high they weren't the yeah yeah well there's there was a i remember that i talked to a guy i can't remember what the guy's name is anymore but he was one that had one of those one-hit wonders and he said that they used to have tour buses back in in the uh, late 50s early 60s mm -hmm. and they'd just be all these different bands with their little one-hit wonders with one and they go around with, yeah. each of them to do their song yeah and, and a lot of times it would just be a bunch of them yeah and then sometimes they would be the the opening act for yeah. the bigger ones yeah. coming on you but know? there would be a bunch of them and, and yeah and, and, you yeah. know like uh well kind of like the whole buddy holly thing when he when he died it was, it was buddy holly it was Richie Valens, Richie Valens, the Big Bopper, the Big Bopper, Chuck Berry. Yeah, so I mean, so, you know, you know, there was a whole bunch, yeah. and there's a few others in there too. So, so they did. They just happened to be the ones that got on the plane. But anyway, anybody now back in the fifties, Black Slacks, Peg Fourteen. Back, if you know what that means, did you know what that means? No. Black Slacks were the tight, yeah, shiny and Kinda Peg like the Peg today. Fourteen meant 
How big was it around your ankle? Oh, okay. And a peg 14 was tight. Yeah. So kind of like spandex today. Yeah, yeah. Only well, spandex give more breathing. Right. Yeah, these were just real tight pants. But listen in the song, and if, if you haven't heard it, it starts out, I like black slacks, I like, black slacks. I like spandex on a good-looking woman. I know. It It shows eye movement, and it just gets me all twittery. Twittery. If you can keep up with... If you can keep up with this, with the, with the music, I keep trying to get the they, wife some black slacks, but she, they, she won't put them on. They sing this song kind of fast, though it's hard to catch what they're saying. But, but you'll hear Peg fourteen, something or other black slacks. Listen to it. You'll hear. All right, it. Here we go. Anyways, there you go, Joe Bennett and the Sparkle Tones and Black Slacks. And did you notice that uh, you're starting to hear the uh, daddy-o? Yeah. That started creeping in, especially in the... Uh, 1957. <laughs> what? Uh, Rock and roll era, what? The doo-wop. The doo oh, Okay. Yeah, started uh, the daddy-o. Cool daddy-o and daddy-o, daddy-o. Uh, uh, the McGuire sisters had daddy-o. Uh, in the movie Black, uh, the Blackboard Jungle, that's where the term yeah, came from. Daddy O. Daddy O was uh, oh, what's his Be name? Be cool, Daddy O. The, the, the artist, and I keep forgetting his well, name. Well, you remember even the Flintstones had it. Remember the Flint, the old Flintstones '60s? They, they all about hip. That's where I first time I heard hip. Getting hip. Well, see, you, if you listen to some of this music, you'll hear it in here. Well, I know, but I'm telling you, I was like, I was a kid. I know. The Flintstones came out and what? The see, we did. Uh, we started 60s. doing all this before you were around. But I mean, you remember the Flintstones had like the the, the jazz band come over? Yeah, Kip Daddy O. You know, remember that? Anyway, I just remember the Flintstones doing it. So, okay, <laughs> the Flintstones did it. It was cool. Anyway, Jimmy Bowen. Jimmy Bowen. 
And Jimmy Bowen was born in Santa Rita, New Mexico. He formed the Rhythm Orchids, and that's where he does this uh, uh, Jimmy Bowen and the Rick, uh, the Rickett Orchids. The Rickett Orchids. The Rhythm Orchids. Those orchids had rickets. At, uh, <laughs> he was at West Texas State University with Buddy Knox. Now, these two got together, him and Buddy Knox. Yeah. And uh, Don Lanier and Dave Dickey Do, who, who got into the Dickey Do and the Don'ts. Yeah. Uh, Can any of these guys say? Aldred, that was his last name. Uh, <laughs> these Bowen guys became like Fabian. No. No. Uh, Bowen became the producer and top record executive on the West Coast. Produced twenty of Dean Martin's hits. I thought, wow. I thought you you'd be interested in that. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen sixty-four to sixty-nine. Jimmy, 19... I'm not worthy. Okay. In 1977, he moved to Nashville. In 84, became president of MCA Records in Nashville, renamed Universal Records in 1968. Hmm. So this guy was no slouch. Yeah. He didn't have a lot of hits. This Even was his he made biggest number 99 hit. in 1957. But made number 14 in 57, but, yeah, but number 99 in the top, top 100. 100 yeah. And that's why. Uh, originally released on Triple D. 798 in 1956, B-Side was partied by... I like by, Triple D. Don't you like Triple D? Yeah. Speaking of Triple D... But this record is worth about $1,000 if you can find this. Really? Originally released in the Triple D 798 in 56, and the B-Side was Party Doll by Buddy Knox. Oh, okay. And that's why. Yeah. No, you never saw that because then they came out on their own. Buddy Knox re-released that. So, very, very... He did... A strange song, Ever Loving Fingers, was his second song. <laughs> I knew that was going to get him. <laughs> I'm sticking with you. Okay, anyway, I'm yeah, sticking with you with sticking fingers. Triple D right. Records. Triple D Records. Uh, I'm going to tell you about Triple D, though, real Worth quick. a lot of money, and it could be a couple reasons why. I'll try why. to keep this clean, but I got a Triple D. Uh, I was over okay. at my, my wife had her Taylor reunion. And the Taylors, uh, you wouldn't think so with my wife, as tiny as she is, but yeah. they're like six foot whatever six foot three six foot four six foot five what are we talking about that's that big well the tailors are all that big and then there's the girls and the girls are pretty good size too now terry she's short she's five two i think she is now five foot two eyes of blue anybody seen my gal yeah but anyway it pretty much fits her she's five foot two and she got eyes of blue but anyway um so they're like really big guys and the, the girls are very big girls Try not to get in trouble here because the tailors never asked me back to the reunion if they ever see it. But there was one girl that was there. <laughs> well, it's one way to get rid of relatives. Yeah. <laughs> one girl that was there talking about triple D's. I have never seen anybody stick out as far as her in my life. This even was Dolly just, Parton? Yeah. Even she beat Dolly Parton. Oh, my God. She, yeah, she, she could have seen, a career ahead of her. I've never seen one. You got to hook her up with Dolly and say, Can I carry on? I'm thinking to myself, did she put like those long balloons in there or what? Because I mean, that would just. How do you hold them up? I mean, wow. How do we get from good rock and roll impressed. music to? I was impressed. But anyway, I've never seen anything. Thank you for joining us, reminiscing with PT and OZ, a production of DJs on the Run and Oscar Osbo Audio and Video Productions with PT, Paul Phillips, and OZ Oscar Osbo. Join us next week for more reminiscing.